up something. Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit Trying to learn some game, Xavier gonna talk about it No Deanna, speak that shit that everybody voucher Ain't no more excuses valid, get up off the couch and get up in your bag To your bank account, need an accountant I study millionaires cause I was born a visionary You still believe in limitations, why you acting scary? You can't distract me from the paper, I've been chasing greatness I'm stacking now and balling later, in the conversation We strategizing, monetizing, piling up investments And sacrificing temporary sh for bigger blessings Yeah, a tapped in boss mind state I multiply my grind rate and I match the way I vibrate Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million if you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit Trying to learn some game, Xavier gonna talk about it No Deanna, speak that sh** that everybody voucher Ain't no more excuses valid, get up off the couch and get up in your bag To your bank account, need an accountant What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Million of Mindsets podcast. I'm your host, Xavier, and I got my co-host, D back with me. You know, she's been, she been in and out a couple episodes. Man. I know, but I'm back, and we doing better. Back and better than ever. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, today we're going to get right into it, man. Today's special guest is uh, we got a guy that he's doing he's doing dope, dope things in the tech industry, and I feel like we need to have him on. We've been trying to work, get this episode done for, for a little while now, and he's a... Uh, I'm pretty sure you guys... Who know if you don't get from under a rock and get familiar and he's a security uh engineer he's an investor entrepreneur and i'm talking about tay aka tay on tech so welcome to the show my guy man thanks for having me man <laughs> yeah 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 we we, we we glad to have you here man you know like i said we've been to, we've been trying to get this one done for a minute i know you got some um because i don't know if we ever did the show like catered to what we about to like this conversation is we're gonna be catered to. I don't know if we ever. Hey man, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it, man. Yeah, man. I was looking to bring something new to the table. <laughs> hey, hey you gotta do the uh, the tech industry justice on this episode. Exactly. I know I got exactly. to, man. No, you will. People don't really know about the tech industry like that. I mean, it's starting to get popular now. You right. know, with the Twitter, everyone talking about the security industry or the tech industry. They seeing the salary, so now it's starting to kind of. It kind of. Yeah, it kind yeah. of put on notice now. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. But so so first question, getting right to it. So for the people that might not be familiar, just give it like some background on yourself. Uh, yeah, so um, a lot of people don't really know, but I'm originally, I'm from Mississippi. Um, so I came, actually moved out to Texas for a track. Uh, so I was running track in college, but I um, ended up having some knee injuries. So I came out here, um, one of the scholarships that I actually had ended up being rescinded due to the injury. And so at the moment, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, I was originally going for business marketing. Uh, I hated business classes. I hated it. I was never going to class. And so I finally knew, I'm like, well, I'm good with computers. Like, let me go ahead and do that. And so when I was actually looking at, like, what cities I want to go to, um, I was just kind of indeed just looking like, okay, security engineer, IT analyst. Like, I was just looking at it. And um, I was looking at, like, Alabama, Mississippi, because that's the reason why I went to school at. So I was looking at Alabama, Mississippi, and it was just, like, no jobs was there at all. And so I started looking at Dallas and it was like a gold mine. And I was like, I'm moving to Dallas. <laughs> so like, it, it was pretty good for me though. Cause I, I already knew exactly what I wanted to do. Like if I didn't know what I wanted to do, probably wouldn't have been in Texas, but I knew exactly what I wanted to do. I had mapped everything out. And so when I came out here, 
Um, I went to a junior college because school, like, you know, I was paying out-of-state tuition at the time. And um, so I decided to just go to a junior college. And that's not really just found out, like, the tech industry is, like, where the money is at. And I was like, okay, well, let me go ahead and do it. I was good at it. Um, I just started getting internships after internships after internships. And, yeah, it just pretty much landed my first job. Um, I actually received it before I even graduated school. So I had landed my first job, I think, this semester before I graduated. And then at the time, all of my classes were remote. So like I'm working this job, I was actually working remote there as well too. So it was hybrid. I was working sometimes in office, sometimes online. So it was pretty good, man. Overall, I pretty much had like a good experience in um, doing what I'm doing right now. And just for me doing that, that kind of led to other things. Um, at mm -hmm. the time, I didn't really do too much for my money. So I was just always saving it. Well, at first I was kind of blowing a little bit. But then I had came in and I was like, okay, let me kind of get my finances situated. And I kind of pretty much just started investing like heavily. Like I I would probably pay all my bills and use everything else I have left over in the best. And I would just like live off my credit cards throughout the month. And I just pay off everything once the month's over with and just started back over. So I, I guess I would say I was kind of being frugal a little bit. But yeah, I was just pretty much trying to set everything up so I can pretty much, I guess, live the way I'm living now. <laughs> Yeah, see, uh, you, you want to say something? Yeah, and I was going to say, uh, I mean, like, I love hearing your story because it's very relatable, and especially with tech being so big right now. For a lot of people, it's, a lot of our listeners are, like, young, younger people, and they may be thinking about getting into tech. So from a college standpoint, what degrees in tech would you say are worth pursuing or are going to be, like, very useful in the near future? Yeah, I mean, honestly, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to say I'm anti-school. I just don't like school. <laughs> but people don't really know you don't need a degree to actually get into the tech industry. Right. I mean, you have companies like Google and Facebook, and they like, oh, yeah, we don't really need a degree. And they have Elon Musk. You, you know, you have all these right. like, industry leaders, like, kind of making a stamp, like, hey, you know, you don't actually need to go to school. But if you did go to school, I would say information technology, um, business computer information systems. Uh, computer science is going to be a programming things like that. Me personally, I hate programming. I don't really like it. And that's another thing that people don't realize. You don't need to know how to program to get into the tech industry. You don't even need to take math or be good at math. I didn't take any math classes in uh, college. <laughs> so, but yeah, so I actually kind of, but also like use the system. Um, right. Like a lot of programmers, um, the programming class that I did take um, at UNT, the school I went to, University of North Texas, they require you to take like calculus one, calculus two before you can take your first programming class. So me being me, I'm like, okay, well, it's a workaround for this. Like, I'm not like, there are community colleges that allows you to take these programming courses without even having like prerequisites. So I would go over to a community college, take the, um, take the programming classes there and I would just transfer them over. So I'm saving money. I don't have to actually waste my time taking the math classes. And if they say anything for me to go take the next math class, I'm like, well, I have the prerequisite right here. I've already taken a programming class. So you mean to right. tell me you're going to try to stop me from taking the next course because I didn't take a math class when I've already shown that I can do the work. And so I was always kind of back and forth with my um, advisors doing that. But at the end of the day, they really couldn't say anything about it because I already showed that I can do the work. So just go ahead and move me up to the next class. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, so uh, 
I was just gonna say so for the um people that's listening to this, they might be thinking about getting to tech, and you're you if you've been a security engineer and they may not know what what that is exactly. What is you mm-hmm. might just breaking that down? What is a security engineer? Yeah, so um right now I guess I would consider an insider three engineer, security engineer. It's pretty much the same thing, but basically um I'm pretty much tasked with creating like third detection, like say for instance of a company that having situations where someone's trying to breach their network, breach their company network or I'm just looking for like certain use cases. Use cases are pretty much what we call like when a certain incident that's going against the company policy or going against a procedure that we normally wouldn't do. And if it's breaking that, then I'm pretty much just finding ways to stop that and mitigate that from happening. So I know like right now, my biggest task right now is like data infiltration for employees. Um, I work for a financial firm. So that's pretty much a big thing right now. Um, you know, you constantly always have people sending that data um, they may be trying to send out financial models or sending um, information to like media companies, New York Times, you know, the whistleblowers and things like that. So pretty much I'm setting up um, mechanisms and using tools to pretty much stop that from happening, detecting it from it happening or just doing active threat hunting, just pretty much trying to find those indications that they may be potentially trying to leak information. So that's kind of what I'm doing right now. But security engineer, um, depending on what company you're at, it can be very different. You know, a security engineer at Facebook is going to be completely different from a security engineer working at Verizon. It just really depends on the company. But most of the time, it's really, you know, you're protecting the company, um, the security network, just pretty much setting up places, I mean, setting up um, mechanisms or tools, pretty much kind of stop that and detect it. So in a basic form, that's pretty much what you're doing. Okay. Okay, makes sense. And I know uh, I've also seen you talk about how you um, landed a six-figure job at 21. And that is, I know people, when they hear that, they're like, what the hell? Because that's, that's extremely dope. You know, most people, whether they just work a job and they're not making much money or they're still in college and they definitely make making money in college. But if you it went the route me and Deanna took with the military, you 21 in the military, you definitely, you definitely ain't making no money. So like, so right. So how, so how did you like land that six figure job at 21? Uh, yeah. So this actually kind of goes into like the networking of things. Um, so originally, uh, like my first internship, um, I was working at this company called Selenese. And um, that's pretty much where everything started. Um, at that time, I had an internship offer from like a couple of a couple other big companies, but the CISO or the information security officer right there, he was like a well-known security engineer or security professional in the industry. And so in my head, I'm like, okay, well, I could probably sacrifice a couple of dollars here. And the other job that was definitely paying like, and like the security industry, when you go to internships, 20, 25, $30 an hour as an intern. So at that time, I think they was paying me about $18 an hour. And like the highest one I had was about $26, $27 an hour. But at the time, I'm like, okay, well, this is my first internship. I think I would rather sacrifice those couple of dollars now and learn up under him, get in his network, you know, talk with the people he's talking with. And then that kind of helped me at the end, at the end of the road. So actually, like after I left the internship, like literally every internship I was getting was having to do with him. They're like, oh, you worked on the such and such? I'm like, yeah, you know, that was, you know, that's who hired me in. Like, oh, well, I know you're a good guy. Hire, hire, <laughs> like, it was literally, it was just gonna hire. And that's actually how I got a consultant as well too. My direct manager was one of the hiring managers there. He's like, oh, well, I know him, I've worked with him and I brought him in. So during that time, like I was, I interned like about four at a, four or five different companies. And my philosophy for doing that was, 
I wanted to get a like a holistic view on how security is done in each industry. I didn't want to see that one company for two, three years, because then I'm limiting myself. So I interned in um, aviation, um, gas and oil, tech, hospital, um, networking. So I pretty much, I touched each different industry so I can get it like a holistic view. Okay, well, I've done this here. I've done that here. So I see how it's done differently. And by the time um, I had finished my last internship with Cisco, um, I was already starting to receive offers. Like it was like, and this company right here in particular, they had reached out to me about a year before they actually originally came to me um, trying to hire me. But at the time I was like, I don't really think that'd be the best opportunity for me right now. So they want to get a little bit more experience. And I want to pretty much leverage that when it came to negotiation. And that's the mistake a lot of people make when they're, you know, getting into a new job. They don't really negotiate or they don't really know you that you can negotiate. For me personally, I'm negotiating every salary I get. <laughs> mm. So um, so I had like three different offers and like the way that was like that interview process was so fast. Like it was like three different teams that wanted to interview with me. I think I had a total of like seven, eight interviews and all of them was like back to back to back to back to back. So it was, it was quite, you know, it was, I knew they wanted me. And so the offer that they originally gave me, I think it was like 85,000 or something like that. And so I was like, uh, you know, that's not really what I wanted. Like I had always aimed for like 90 plus thousand. And um, another um, institution, the institution that I'm at right now, they offered me when I had graduate schools with too. They had offered me around, I think 89,000 with a 10K sign on bonus and the uh, actual bonus structure they had, I think I was like 10% or something like that, 10% a year. It was something like that. And so I brought the offer back to them. I was like, hey, um, you know, guys, I really, you know, I really want to be here, just the place I want to be. Cause it actually was like, the learning, at least I thought the learning curve was going to be great. I was going to be working from home. And that was the big effect of me working from home. I'm like, okay, well, this would be pretty cool. And so I had brought the offer back to them. I think a couple hours later, they came back with an offer of 98,000 with a 9,000 sign-on bonus and a 12% uh, bonus. So when you're looking at that a yearly standard, that's probably like what, 117,000 in the first year. And um, I stayed there for about eight months. And um, so I left there, for, um, it, it wasn't really like, I didn't feel like I was learning as much as I thought I was gonna learn. And so that's when um, I went to consulting, um, the manager, my direct manager from the company at Sally Nice, he had reached out to me. He was like, hey, you know, we actually looking for uh, some senior consultants. You know, I feel, I really think you'll be a great candidate. Um, I can forward your resume over to the hiring manager or things like that. And, you know, we can get you going on. So I interviewed with them. Like, the interview process took maybe two weeks. <laughs> and they came, like, the offer they gave me, it was more than that offer. Um, I got a sign-on bonus. And I was like, this is where I'm going. So I was able to travel. Um, I really learned a lot. Like, I, I think I did consulting for about two years. And I like to say I probably got about four to five years of security experience within those two years because I was always doing something different. And pretty much kind of the reason why I'm at right now, um, right now I'm a senior uh, engineer uh, working there. And uh, yeah, man, so yeah, it, it was a long journey. A lot of uh, sleepless nights, but it was definitely a- It was worth it. In my opinion. What I love about this conversation during this episode is like, I was reading something about how somebody was saying like, in, in today's times, like working in tech, like being a security engineer, stuff like that, it's pretty much like the new, it was like, it was like the new doctors for our generation, the new saying like these yeah. people, <laughs> by the time we're in our forties, fifties are the people that's going to be like having wealth or building wealth or rich and stuff like that. So that's why I think this combo is super important to have. Cause a lot of people, 
they still not hip. And like, like you said, you necessarily might not even need to go to college these days. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You can just <laughs> get some, get some certs and, and, and pile up the information and start making, start making some good money. Man, easy. Mm-hmm. It's, and it's so, and that's the thing, like people, they just think like it's so hard, but it's, it's really not like anything you do new, is going to be hard. Like you go investing in stocks, you're going to real estate, you go, you know, when you're unfamiliar with something, it's going to naturally be hard, but once you kind of right. get under, you know, you get it done. Like the tech industry, the only industry where you can probably go work, you know, do some training for 36 months and end up making 80, 90, a hundred thousand dollars a year. Like, I don't really know another industry that allows you to have that amount of like training time and with that much growth within that amount of time. Like it's, I, I mean, if you know something, I don't, yeah. I really don't know. I really don't know <laughs> that industry that pay you like that with that, with that little, that little amount of a uh, training experience. And then think about it. I know like a couple of years ago, the security industry actually had a negative unemployment rate. So it was actually like, it was way more jobs and actual people to fill those jobs. And they just say like, we don't have like enough people, enough skilled people at least. And people didn't really know about it or, they're not really accustomed to the tech industry or really know like what it's really about. So it's just kind of like push it to the side, like, or not even push it to the side, I just don't really know about it. Cause I didn't really know about tech programming and then like that until I actually got to college. So in high school, like I was always like, okay, well, I'm gonna be a business marketer. I'm a business ad. I thought I was always gonna be an entrepreneur. Well, I am, but at the time I was like <laughs> flipping shoes. I was flipping, like I was jailbreaking iPhones. Like I was pretty much doing anything that I could to do that. I actually bought my first car flipping shoes so Damn. yeah <laughs> yeah that's that's another money making industry too go ahead dlc you want to say something you know, something i wanted you to double back on is that you talked about how you had to be real strategic before you got like that first position as far as like taking very specific internships and doing certain things to increase your value so like where did that thought process come from like did you just already know like this is what you got to do to get in at a at the type of pay and position you want or like was it like somebody guiding you into that process and is there any tips you can give people on how to do that yeah so actually i did not have any guidance it was like a lot of trial and error but me the type of person i am i've always kind of been strategic about anything that i do like i've i'd be planning stuff like five and ten years before it even happened <laughs> i'm like okay i'm gonna take it off i'm gonna take this off i'm gonna take it off so i think when that really came it was just more so me i was getting bored with like certain internships i was like okay well it's this was kind of fun, but let me try to do something different in security. So I was still doing security, but I was doing like different sections of security. Like I would probably do like security engineering, or I would do like penetration testing, or I would do answer response here. So it was also me doing like different fields in the security industry or different, uh, I guess, yeah, different fields in the security industry. And I was just doing a different, um, in a different industry of the actual like gold, gas, business, things like that. So the way I guess I really took it, I, like, I guess it was just more so like, I was like, uh, let me just try something different. Let me kind of go into a different thing. And then like, as I started getting internships, I started running to other professionals, other black professionals. So I, I guess I started then getting a little guidance then. And I was just kind of talking, I was like, I hey, mean, you actually doing it. Like, you know, you're pretty, being pretty smart about this. Like, not really just limit yourself to one position. Don't limit yourself to one thing. Cause when like the skill interest is always changing. Like you can't just sit there and do one specific skills and think you're going to be like a, a value um, employee or a value person, a value security engineer, because it's always evolving. Like right now, like cloud security, that's one of the hot things right now in the industry. And 
they make a ton of money. That's kind of what I'm trying to convert to right now. But yeah, it's it just, you always got to have a different skill set. You got to always keep learning. And that's what I like about mm -hmm. the industry because I'm going to forever have a job. I'm right. just not going anywhere. And, you know, as, I, as I'm keep honing my skills and learning new different things, then my values just keep going up. So mm -hmm. that's the way of looking at it. And me personally, I'm not afraid to say, like, when I got into the industry, I do love it, but I did it for the money. It, like, it's, you know, people always try to, like, make you feel bad <laughs> for the money. And I'm like, well, I have to, I have to pay bills. Like, I, you know, I still, I want to have a certain lifestyle. I want to have, like, live a certain what type of way. Like, you wouldn't take a job because, you know, like, I mean, you know, people always try to say you do passion over, you know, money and things like that. But me personally, I feel like, do something you probably don't kind of dislike for a little bit, make a little money, then you go and go do your passion. I'll do your and, passion. Yeah, and that's just how I am. Me personally, I just happen to love tech and the money's good. So it's like, oh, like, like, and now I always try to tell people, like, tech really changed my life. Like, me personally, I come from a single family home. My mom worked two jobs, you know, so I've always kind of seen like the hard work and I always seen that. And so I was always like, I, I got to come up with some way to kind of change the you know trajectory of my my like family tree. And so the tech industry it allowed me to like invest in real estate, the stocks, like certain investments, and it's it's completely changed my life. And I tell people that they all may think like, okay, well, if I go into the tech industry, it's gonna make me rich. No, not necessarily. You still have to like you know put different things in places. You have to still like be strategic financially when you're doing different things. Like yeah, it can definitely put some money in your pocket. But if you still have like those same, like that same mindset that you had before you um got into the tech industry, or you're not really being smart with your money, you're blowing it, then you pretty much back in square one. Like you're still living pay for, paycheck to paycheck, yeah, paycheck not really paycheck. doing anything. And I used to kind of make that first mistake when I first got my job, like you know, making six figures twenty one. I'm like, oh, I'm blowing money here, boom, boom, boom. I was living paycheck, 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 but it didn't seem like it because like my paychecks are pretty big. It's cool. But I'm noticing, I'm like, man, what am I doing with my money? So I just sat down, lined everything up. And I was like, all right, well, I need to eliminate this, this, this. And then I just like, all right, I'm just going to invest all my money, pay bills. That's all. Live off credit cards. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. So you got like after getting a good job like that and um, you're making good money, you're making real good money. Like, so what's those next steps you take? To take you to a whole another level, you know what I'm saying? Because you know we yeah. had we 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 had this conversation already. So, but we yeah. just gotta for the listeners that's listening to this because a lot of people they'll get to a point like I see a lot they get to a point where they make this money, but the progress ain't really you know what I'm saying they're not taking next steps. It's yeah. like they might just be maintaining. So, what's some of the steps that you took to get you just because you for the listeners say he's only 24 years old. You know what I'm saying? It's not like he's 30 or nothing yet. He's still, he's only 24. So what's some of the steps you took to just continue leveled you up? Um, so for me, like, and I, like, when I say this, people kind of look at me crazy, but I'm not going to, like, you know, th this book is always frowned upon. It's always frowned upon. But <laughs> I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And I, <laughs> and I kid you not, I it like really changed. It changed, it changed my mindset. Like, right. you know, it don't, and don't, don't get me wrong. The book, it ain't really telling you nothing that you don't know. Exactly. It, it's, it's really not. But it changed, like, your mindset and how you look at money. Money, yep. And that's when I read that book. Somebody had, um, I forgot exactly what was going to read the book. But when I read the book, like, I've always pretty much been good with finances. I've always, like, invested in the stock. I always, I wouldn't trade anything like that, but I was invested in the stock market, buying and holding. Like, I was always doing that. Like, I had been doing that since I was, like, 18 or 19 years old so it's, it's nothing I just like oh let me kind of start doing so I read that book and I was just like 
when I read the book and then that's around the time when I was just spending like so much money. Like I would go to bars. I would, like I was literally going out. Like me and I was talking, you remember, we were talking about this last night. Um, like I was going out, like the crowd that was in, I was going out Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, mm-hmm. spending two, three hundred dollars a night just at a bar or something like that for no reason. Then I was like caught up into this whole like buying like designer shoes and designer mm-hmm. wallets and belts and all this. And I'm just looking, I'm just like, man, like, like where's my money really going? Like I'm still saving money, but it's like it's like I'm spending this money, but I don't really have nothing to show for it. And so I just started just like like researching some stuff, just started looking up stuff. And then um, I think I actually saw it on Twitter, like um, about like the rich dad, poor dad. I was like, let me buy this book. So I get it. I read it. I read the book in like a couple of hours. Like it was just like really interesting. Like mm-hmm. how he just kind of was portraying everything. Like, oh, he was taking his money, making it work for him. Like, you know, I still got the concept of making your money work for itself, but I was just investing in stocks. Like that's really all I was doing. And so after I had kind of like, you know, started, like, all right, I'm going to eliminate going out. So I had stopped going out. I'll probably go out here and there, but I was like, say, I was constantly saving my money. Like, I would, and at this time I was going to pay monthly. So I would pay all of my bills, like pay my car note, my um, rent, I'll pay all that. And then legit, all the money I had in my uh, account, I would just go throw in investments. I would probably have like maybe $200 left for the month. And I would just like live off credit cards. I was I always pay my credit card balance off in full and things like that. I was always strictly just do that. And so while that money is like just sitting there kind of growing and things like that, um, I was just like, okay, I want to get into real estate. Um, at the time I was always traveling. Um, I had met my real estate agent and um, she actually, she, she's actually, she's very smart. Uh, <laughs> so um, that's when she kind of introduced me to house hacking and things like that. But at the time I was like, uh, I don't think I really kind of want to get by a house right now. Like that's going to be like, you know, a lot of work for me right now. I'm traveling all the time. I don't really have time to do that. And I didn't really think like the cash flow of it would be, you know, be that good for me to have passive income. I'm getting a pay down on the principal on the mortgage and things like that. But I was like really kind of focused on actually getting passive income. So um, I actually kind of ran into it and I had met this contractor and he introduced me into uh, like these investments that I'm doing. I'm not going to say exactly what it is, but but yeah, so I do that. So um, at time, like I actually took money out of my 401k. I had like got a loan out of my 401k and I think I had took out like $40,000 out of my 401k and um, I put it in that investment. And at that time I was getting about, $15,000, $20,000, $15,000, $20,000, like every 60 days. So I was making like like $20,000 every 60 days. So I'm like, okay, well, all right, what I'm doing with this money now, throw it in the stock market. Cause that's really all I knew at the time. Throw it in the stock market, throw it in the stock market, throw it in the stock market. And then as time I would like increase my um, investment. So I started increasing it to around like 50, 60,000. So now I'm getting 30,000 around this time right here. So I'm like, I'm still putting more money in there, still putting more money in that. And then at this time, I'm like, okay, well, I feel like I should get a property now. So I ended up giving me a property. Um, I think I paid about 80000 for it. And um, so that was like the first property I got. Then I messed around my um, real estate agent. She had came to me. She was like, hey, um, I have like a great you know, investment property. I feel like that would be really good for you. Um, it's right. This is actually the property I've been telling you about right now that I've been uh, working with. Mm-hmm. I've been working on it for about a year now. And so um, I got the property for about $30,000, but it needed like a it needs a lot of work. <laughs> so all in, I'll probably be like maybe $110,000, $120,000 all into it. But the thing about it is like the house, like it's right there by like a college, like it's literally across the street from a college. And so I'm going to rent it out by each room 
And I was like, okay, I could probably get around 600, $600 $650 for that. So I'm like, okay, well, this is the cash flow that I'm really looking for right now. Mm-hmm. And so I, and uh, like, it, it's been really risky. I've really like dealt with a lot of things. I've definitely put like a lot of money, a lot of time into it. But overall, I feel like it's going to be definitely worth it. Um, so as I started making that money, um, then like the pandemic hit, I believe, yeah, the pandemic ended up coming. And that's, this is when I really made my money. Like, this is when I really like, feel like this right this time like everything was just dropping and i was like i'm telling and i'm telling all my friends i'm like bro no keep buying like keep like i'm literally, <laughs> like, I'm literally putting a group message because we had like all the group mission and things like that like a little stock group message where we just kind of talk about stocks and i was like bro i'm telling y'all right now dog, this the government is not about to let these companies fall so at this time like everything's dropping i'm still buying um I think my portfolio is around like 160, 170,000 um, at this time because I'm still putting money in there. Everything rise, everything shoot up. My portfolio is now like 300 some thousand dollars. So I'm like, oh, like it bet. Tesla, <laughs> Tesla started coming around. So I started buying Tesla, started buying Tesla, started buying Tesla. And this is still coming back from like the investments that I've been making. And I'm getting this money back every 60 days. So I'm just, every money, every liquid money I'm getting, I'm putting into like Tesla and Square and, Palantir Technologies, like pretty much I saw a tech company. That's really what my portfolio consists of. And so I started putting money in there and started doing that. And then at the time, like my portfolio finally hit like half a million dollars. And so I'm like, this is just me buying and holding. Like right now, I probably like hedge it, like using options. Like right now, like Fubo was like a stock that I really hedged against a lot. Like they really just been going down. But I take that money from me hedging and just put it back into the stock. So it's like, I'm not really spending right. too much money. I'm just using money that's already there to make more money. And so definitely I kind of went there. And then me, not, I was like so caught up and like, all right, I want to make a million dollars a year. I want to make a million dollars a year. I want to make a million dollars a year. I want to really keep in track of like actually what I already had. And that's when um, like Ms. Avery and I was talking, I was like, oh, like, let me kind of check everything out. And I was like, oh, like, I'm a millionaire. Like, it, it didn't feel like, it was like, <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, I'm a millionaire. Like, right. but it didn't feel like it. It was just like, cool. Like, you know, it is. And like, everything about it, like, I didn't really do nothing like spectacular. It was really just me buying stock. Like, really, like, half of my network is because of stock. Mm-hmm. The rest of it is like cash or like, you know, properties. But yeah, it's 50% of like what I'm worth is because of thoughts. <laughs> See? But it's, 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 it's two things I love about the story. The first one is just, it shows you how when dips happen, you know, the pandemic pandemic happened, everybody was panicking, figuring out what they're going to do, selling. And that shows you if you double down, when shit get low, that's Man. the name of the game. Buy low, sell high. Well, keep Man. forever. Whatever you know, buy low, forever. keep forever. Fuck, sell high, buy low, keep forever. <laughs> so, like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you, you, you double down and that, that made you, you became a millionaire but during a pandemic. Like while, the, the while, pandemic. <laughs> while most of the world is unfortunately struggling and going through it, you became a millionaire through the pandemic by just doubling down on your investment. And, it also, and it also shows another thing I like is how you talked about like following, like getting, trying to get the money first, get the bag first, then follow your passion. Cause if you wasn't in the position where you was doing, got that good job cause you was trying to make money. You was trying to follow your passion, doing some kind of BS, <laughs> making a little money. You wouldn't yeah. even have that. You wouldn't have the money to wouldn't. even make those investments. So, exactly. I'm saying, so that shows you, like I said, take only 24 years old. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's that's a huge, that's a huge, huge, like you wouldn't, like, I think 
other people can learn from there, bro. Like if you just chase it, if I don't want to say chase the bag, but go after your go after the money, especially if you're young. You got forever to follow your passions and all that. Nah, for real. <laughs> and that's yeah, and that's and that's actually when I started making money. That's because I had lunch of scholarship, like I think like two years afterwards, it was like a tail and tech diversity and inclusion um scholarship. I had did that about two years ago. Um I just did it for like most of the STEM students, like you know. African Americans, minorities, because you know we don't really have that. You know, mm-hmm. people don't really pay attention to us like that, especially like you know, like the lower neighborhoods and things like that. And especially like when you in STEM, like you need a laptop. So I think at, um, I think like the scholarship, I think I gave out like two thousand and a laptop to each individual. It was like two people, and I had pretty much done that by myself. And I know that's actually what I'm trying to um, start back again this year. Like I'm still trying to work out things exactly how I want to do it. But yeah, it's like right now, I'm more so like now I'm in a position to start giving back, giving back more. Mm-hmm. And like my mm-hmm. goal right now is probably like give out around like 50,000 and um, scholarships right now. And that's pretty much what I'm trying to plan right now. And that's really because I know at the time, like I was on like consultation calls and things like that. And like I, I like I specifically have like a scholarship fund just for that. Like I have like a separate account. I'm like, OK, well, all this fun stuff, like my scholarships and things like that. And so that's pretty much what I've been doing with that, like. I pretty much stopped the conversation because I don't do them anymore. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I would just take all that money or like a certain, like if I make a certain percentage somewhere, I kind of throw it there and I'm like, okay, this is my scholarship fund whenever I do that. So that's pretty much where I'm at right now. Um, I guess I'm more so like trying to give back. Like I feel like um, I'm in a position where I can start giving back right now. And um, that's, you know, like that's what I kind of enjoy doing. I just enjoy helping people and things like that. Like, you know, I've always just naturally been a, I guess a giver, so. And I think that's dope because, like, in reality, I mean, as far as like getting into the tech space, like what you did, anyone can duplicate that blueprint. Like, all they, some people just may need you to plant the seed in their head, or like how you're giving out the scholarship. Somebody just may need that little push to go ahead and go get in that space. So that's really dope. Like you saying, a great example. And then just your influence alone can make a whole bunch of people in tech, and then eventually make them millionaires as well. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, and that's the thing. Like, like even with tech, like you, like even though, like tech definitely pays great money. You still have to have like that little financial literacy there. Yeah. So, because you know, if you got them, when like I like I know a couple of people that make like a nice chunk of change, but they're not really smart with it, and they they're just they spend it, they splurging it. So it don't even seem like they're making that much money. Like exactly. you would be surprised, like the amount of people that's making a lot of money. And live paycheck to paycheck because I was I was one of them about four years ago. So, <laughs> <laughs> so like, stuff could change quick. But that like yeah, that also no. like how you talked about you was focusing on making a million dollars a year. Like we talked about this last night. Like there's a lot of people make a million dollars a year, but they ain't got a million dollars. Like you talking yeah. about they they like so the focus like they always say like the cliche it ain't about how much you make is how much you keep and mm-hmm. build up on. So that's 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 definitely um that's definitely real. Like it don't take. A million dollars to make a million dollars. And that's when I started, you know, it's that time. Like, you know, you have time. Like, now, mm-hmm. um, like, even now, like, because now, like, you know me, like, I, I kind of now, I kind of spend money here. Now, I'm actually starting to kind of spend my money and, you mm-hmm. know, people on Twitter, you know how they are. You know, you, you spend, like, you talking about this, you doing that. I'm like, like, bro, like, leave me. Like, I know what I'm doing right now. Like, you, like, you don't feel like you, like, you kind of spending too much money here. So I'm like, bro. First off, I haven't checked, like, I haven't touched, like, none of my nine to five checks for, like, six months now. Like, I strictly mm. made enough investment. Like, I, like, literally, my, I invest 100% of my income now. Like, all they go to stock, well, I'm actually going into crypto now. 
Um, I'm still trying to learn a little bit more. I know I, I missed it back in like 2017, Bitcoin. I haven't made a nice chunk of change there, but I never did really get it. It was like one of my co-workers was like, you need to invest in Bitcoin. I was like, all right, bet, let me invest. So I ended up investing like my sign-on bonus and thing like that. So I made about 16,000, 16 to 17,000. That's all Bitcoin. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's good. Yeah. And so now I'm kind of like diversified trying to go into like Bitcoin and things like that. But yeah, like, you know, on Twitter, like people, I, it's just, I don't know, like people on Twitter, it just seem like you just like, okay, you don't feel like you're being reckless, you're doing this. Like they always trying to like give you unlisted advice, especially like financial <laughs> advice and all that. Like, especially like with the whole cars thing, like you, you're going to buy a depreciating act, bro, leave me alone. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like. I was going to say like, that's actually something like we've been talking about a lot lately because um like, like I get it, like we all got goals, we all got to focus in, you know, we got to save, we got to budget, we got to do all that. But at the end of the day, like we only get one life to live, all of us exactly. in our early 20s. And it's like, I understand sacrificing, but if you're doing very well and you're surpassing your goals, it's okay to start enjoying the fruits of your labor. Like it's okay to buy the things that you really want, as long as it's not impacting you in no negative way. Like it's not taken from you at all. So it's like, you know, like you could do that. Like, it's no problem with that at all. To start getting those things. And that was definitely my biggest problem. Like, it's I don't know because it was like at the time, like when I had first got my job, like I was just spending money so rick. Like around that time, they would have said that I probably never. Like I was like, ah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, I was spending money so recklessly, and then it had got to the point. Where it was like I don't really want to ever like kind of be back in that situation. So. I was re- I was being really stingy with my money. Like I was never really spending it. I was never really doing nothing with it. It was really, I was just investing it. And then I started thinking, I'm like, like, okay, I'm 23, 22, 23. Like, I think it's time for me to start kind of enjoying it a little bit. Like right. I probably buy a nice thing here. And then now recently I kind of got to the point where like I'm buying watches now. And I like, we talked about this as well yesterday too. Yep. Um, like we had met a guy at Moxie's, he, like build skyscrapers and things like that. We started talking about watches and, he got he got my number like hit me up contact me so it's like like it's really like a conversation start it's a conversation like, start like it's like oh what kind of watch you got on okay, exactly this is it oh and boom you're a network with somebody and now you're in a position to probably potentially make even more money with this person so it's like mm-hmm. you know like i try about things like that now like watches you know it's i guess can be considered an investment as well too but i can wear it so like i just try to like venture out and try to like buy things now yeah, potentially I add more value to me and more things that I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I next year around that time, like I actually plan on trying to get into real estate a little bit more seriously. Um, right now it's kind of a shit show right now. I mean, yeah, it is. Talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that, that's kind of like my, my next plan, kind of like really dive into that next. But um, right now I'm just really kind of focusing on building on uh, my town tech brand. Um, yeah, man, I was talking about this well too, and I asked the plan on trying to like go a full blown e-learn situation, like trying to help people because the tech industry, whether you want to learn programming, a business analyst, um, cybersecurity, networking, I'm pretty much trying to build that out. And like I even now, like I'm starting to see like people really like on the timeline on Twitter like that, people are really starting to kind of like, you know, oh, like really like I want to get into the tech industry, I want to get into cybersecurity. Like I probably get 10 to 15 DMs a day, like, hey. You know, like I'm thinking about doing this, I'm thinking about doing that. And so at the time, like I was doing consultation calls and it was just like, it was really becoming overwhelming. Cause like, I'm still, like, I still have my personal job. 
I'm still having to go like this, these properties, go visit my property, make sure everything is okay. I'm still having to meet with these people. And now I'm having to talk to five, six people a day, trying to help them get to the industry. And I was like, all right, this is too, way too time consuming. And like, I mean, I still like, you know, tweet stuff out on Twitter, still do that. But I was like, I, I can't keep that up. It ain't really good for me. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I decided to um, start like the Get Me Intake uh, program with cybersecurity. And I, like right now, I think I probably have about like 80 people signed up for that, like 60 to 80 people that signed up for that. And so right now it's been pretty much good. Um, I had just released it. And like right now, like Discord, we just kind of talk about different things. And the thing with that, like it's actually helping them get to the tickets. You know, like people on Twitter, they use like drop something. All right, cool. And that's it, it really kind of be bullshit. But for me personally, <laughs> I'm actually like, I'm actually really trying to help people get into there. Like I even have like a, a whole career services team. Um, like uh, the name of the company, Earn Figures, they do resumes, LinkedIn, all of that. And so they're pretty much actually coming in. They're doing like the resume reviews, helping them like with the LinkedIn, helping them like with um, interviews, salary negotiations. Like it's really, it's like, it's legit helping you like get a job. You just got to actually do the work. Cause I can like, you know, we was talking like when coaching programs, where the case may be, I can show you literally what you need to do, but I can't do the work for you. Right. And so, mm-hmm. you know, if I'm giving you access to the information, like I'm literally giving you all the, not all the resources, all the information to where you need to actually get into the tech industry. Now it's on you to actually put in the work, you know, actually do the, and then think about it. Like I simplified it. Like me personally, like me getting to the industry, I didn't really know anything. Like I didn't really have the guidance. I was literally learning things that I probably didn't necessarily need to learn or that I didn't have to use at all. And like with that, then I really have to go through that process. It's like specifically, this is what you're doing on your job. This is what you're doing. And it'll pretty much help you do that. So that's pretty much what I'm trying to do with like all the different sectors whenever I started launching that out and started doing different things. So that's kind of my whole goal, like for 2022. So that's, you know, right now, I'm just trying to help people get into the tech industry for the most part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you said you, you, you said you're getting 10 to 15 DMs today. I must let you know, you about to get a lot, lot more. <laughs> yeah, man, it's like, it's crazy. And, like, and that's the thing, like, I don't be like, cause I don't ignore people, but it's just like, if we get into the DMs, man, it, it turns to a whole like a whole conversation. And right. like I'm really like I, I have a lot of stuff that I'm doing. So I can't just sit there and have a conversation. conversation. With you. And that's not usually tell people. That's when I kind of started making all these threads. I started writing blogs. I'm like, all right, most of the questions you're probably gonna ask me, it's gonna be in this blog or it's gonna be in my thread. So I'll probably look there, you got any questions then, then probably hit me up then. But you know, sometimes people don't really they don't read, they don't pay attention, and they just gonna go straight <laughs> to the DMs first. <laughs> I got a question I want to ask you because this is something that I feel like every I feel like every um especially young person even older people that's winning but I feel like especially when you're young like you get asked this question a lot by your peers because it's kind of mm-hmm. rare and it's the question of like how does it feel to be young with money because I'm pretty sure D I'm pretty sure you've been <laughs> asked this question before like if, everybody that's like making decent money at a young age got money got stuff like that that's the question they all people always ask that question and it's a question that's like like how you said like you didn't really feel any different after you like getting a million dollars so i want to ask you like just just expound on that a little bit more because i know like i said people ask this all the time they ask this shit all the time like how does it feel i'm like it feels good but it don't feel like it don't feel like out of body experience or nothing like that you know what i'm saying (laughs) yeah nah but I mean, don't get me wrong. It feels amazing. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? like, like <laughs> me personally, like, you know, being able to like pay, put that, pay all my bills on like auto pay, auto um, pay yeah. even now, 
like even now like um, i pay like my grandma bill like she didn't even ask me to do that but it's just like to the point it's like you know i don't mind doing that like i'm giving them like i feel better when i give than like receiving mm-hmm. stuff like that so i'm doing stuff like that but i mean overall man it's really the same like like i mean now like you know people are probably like try to reach out to me probably like trying to hang on me conversate talk with me and yeah it, it's kind of weird then because it's really like hard to like you know distinguish who's like really genuinely like fucking with me or fooling with me or mm-hmm. who's just like i if i you know if i hang out with this guy like could i potentially get put on could i do right. this and right. you know that's why i'm real selective about who i hang out with now mm-hmm. it's like especially like with the whole men that like you know that and honestly, I really probably should have kept that to myself now. Like, every <laughs> night, like it's like now, like people just like when they hear that, they just think you have a million dollars in the bank. No, yeah, exactly. I don't. <laughs> I don't have a million dollars in the bank. Like I, you know, I, you know, but yeah, that's the case. But uh, you know, people definitely ask you for money. Um, me personally, like I have like certain family members or distant cousins and stuff like that. They kind of like hit me up for money and things like that. I used to give it to them. But now it's just like, bro, you you know, you hit me up about the same thing every other week. You obviously you're not trying to change nothing. And that's the thing where a lot of people kind of mess up as well, too. Like as soon as they get money or and not even just like constantly keep getting money. As soon as they get like a little bit of money, they want to just like, you know, spend that money, help spend everybody it. out. Yeah. And they end up being broke because you trying to, you know, do stuff outside of what you can actually do outside of your means. And um, yeah, so me personally, like you know, I, I'm not going to say, like, I'm an asshole, I'm an stingy or anything like that. But, like, you know, you can't just, like, allow people to just, like, constantly use you like that and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that, it, it's definitely kind of tough to sometimes say no to, like, especially, like, somebody you've been growing up with, like, it's like your brother. Right. Y'all really, like, you know, we, we've been with each other, like, since we were toddlers and things like that. Or even just, like, other things. It's just, it, you know, yeah. it becomes hard, but a while, it's just, like, I mean, I got to, you know, do what's best for me. Like, you're not doing anything to, like... Yeah try at least try to better the situation. And it's been multiple times, like when I first started like doing my investing, like I like my close friends and stuff like that, I hit them up like, hey, like, bro, I got this killer like investing, like investing uh, investment deal. Like, man, it'd be really dope. Like you should jump in. Uh, nah, I'm gonna wait to see, you know, how I work out with you. And like, <laughs> so you want me to risk, like, you know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong. I, I, I kind of get the concept, but my thing is like, you want me to risk my money first, and when you see like the proven product, it's like, all right, cool, I'm gonna do it then. At that point, I'm like, you know, it, it may sound wrong now, but it's like, no, like, no, I, I like, you know what I mean? Like at that point, it's like, I, I don't feel like obligated to help you anymore. Cause I originally came to you when it first happened, but now it's just like, nah, I don't wanna do it. You know, let me let me see you the, the proof of concept first. And I'm just like, all right, so now just like, you know, th- that's not gonna work out. Like, you know, don't get me wrong, like, you know, especially nowadays, you know, it's a lot of scamming that's going on. So, you know, you mm-hmm. definitely want to kind of be careful when you're investing that that's the risk that you're going to take. Like you're going to lose money here. Yep. And I think that's the biggest thing with people. Like when it comes to trying to get money, like I want to make money, I want to make money. I'm like, bro, you're going to have to spend some money. Like, yep. <laughs> like, especially like with a certain type of money, you're going to have to spend some money and you're going to lose money. Cause I know like when I first like trying to just like learn how to trade options and stuff like that, man, <laughs> <laughs> I lost so much money, but it was learning a lesson, and I'm like, okay, well, I know what to do now. But like, yeah, overall, man, yeah, it's, it's pretty much the same. Like, it's nothing really changed. I mean, people kind of like Loki, I guess, treat you differently now. Like, I ain't gonna say like, what's the word I'm looking for? An appropriate word, you know, big bro. 
So, <laughs> so yeah. yeah, so you know, and, and that's and that gets kind of weird. It's like people yeah, I've never kind of talked with uh, before, I'm like, and a lot of times, any people that's all actually older than yeah, and it's so yeah. weird. Yeah. Like it's a lot of people that's like, I'm like, really. But then, like a lot of things, like then you also get some of those DMs. Like uh, I've definitely got like um, a few um, email. I mean, a few like DMs and things like that when women like, oh, like you know, my, I really feel like you're a great example. Like my son, like he, he looks at your videos, things like that. Like it's really nice to see like a young black man that's not that he has to make money through rapping or scamming, selling drugs, sports, and things like that. Like, which is dope. Which is dope. Nerd. Yeah. And so, and that's why I really pride myself because it's like mm-hmm. I actually had to be smart. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I didn't, and don't get me wrong, like, sports, rap, it's all take hard work. But my thing is, like, I actually had to, like, I'm setting myself up to where, like, I can probably maneuver my way, like, kind of any situation for some fact, like, I'm business smart now. Cause, like, a lot of, like, people that end up trying to get money, like, they go broke because they don't really, like, have people around them because, like, hey, no, don't do that or be smart with your money. You got people that's stealing their money. You got them, like, you got the friends encouraging them, go blow money, go do this. And me, like, I actually had to be financially smart to get to where I'm at. So, I'm, you know, I feel like I'd be able to hold on to my wealth a little bit longer or yep. at least keep my wealth. So, yep. that's yeah, kind of like, I just, yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 like I said. Yeah, that's real. That's real. And a lot of stuff you just on, that's real, man. And I feel like sometimes, and this, I feel like sometimes the best thing you can do for somebody is to tell them no. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, because you don't, they don't, they, you don't become a crush to them where they can feel like, oh, well, I, I know if if I get caught in a bond, I could always call on Tay. I know if I get exactly. stuck in a situation, I could call on Tay. <laughs> I could make like bad decisions because I know Tay gonna be the one to pick me up when I fall down. It's like, bro, no, no, bruh. <laughs> no. I'm, not. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not at all. That's gonna that, that ain't gonna that ain't gonna be really. That's not beneficial. It's not helping you. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not. not, it's, not it's definitely not helping me like, at this point. <laughs> You're my kid at this point. I'm, yeah, I'm nah, paying your bills now. So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, I'm like, like me, I say no in a heartbeat now. Like at yeah. first I used to have problems with it, but now it's just like, bro, no, man, it's, you know what I mean? Like you, it's it's so much like information out on the internet. And like right. in the age, like, bro, you have people like social media is legit making millionaires with people and stuff like that. And yep. it's like, you, bro, all you gotta do, open up your phone, search some Google, or even get on Twitter. Cause I know I used to use Twitter for like a lot of BS and like, Around like, I think like the November to November or December before, like the pandemic happened. Like Ari, Ari, you know Ari's pretty much been like a lot of success for a lot of people like on, on social media. <laughs> and uh, like she was just like, stop tweeting BS. Like you know what I mean? Like as you see when you mm-hmm. talk about tech, you talk about finance. Like people mm-hmm. actually gravitate towards that. And I was like. Right, let me see how true. like I was like I wasn't paying attention to it. But I was like, let me see. I made like a little tweet, boom, boom, just talking about the tech industry. I think went dude, crazy. I think I yeah, I probably got like 40,000 retweets or something like that. Just a flux of people come, oh, like you in the tech industry, like how are you? Like it was just all these questions. And so I'm like, okay, all right, like you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm providing a little value here. So let me, let me keep doing this. Like, I think from like November to that time to now, I think around that time I had around like 7,000 followers. Now I think I got like 16,000. And it's just like solely because I'm talking about finance, talking about, talking about the tech industry, like I'm, I'm providing value. And mm-hmm. you know, people, and that's the thing like, and that's why I say like, people are like, oh no, social, like don't get me wrong, social media can be a little whack, you know, it's a little crazy on yeah, there. Yeah, we got pros and cons. That be, yeah, but like, if you go follow the right people, like when I had realized like the power of Twitter, 
like Instagram. I don't like I'm on Instagram as well too, but Twitter is like Twitter where is it? Where, yeah, Twitter's where it's at. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, unfollow, unfollow, unfollow. Like I just like cause my, my timeline was like full of women. Like <laughs> so I was like unfollow on like you know what I mean? Like let me like let me change like what I'm seeing every day. And like as I started changing everything out, even with Instagram, like I just like I follow like a lot of women. Like unfollow, 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 unfollow. Let me just follow like like these business pages. Let me follow like people that I know that's doing like entrepreneurship, that's doing real estate, that's probably doing e-commerce, like social media marketing. Like let me follow these people. Let me see like this is stuff that I want to see every day. And when I started seeing it, like you know, like when I see people like make oh I made thirty thousand dollars this week, I made forty thousand. I'm like. What do you do? Like, you do? Like, oh, yeah, like, you know, instead of like, you know, a lot of, and a lot of people, like, instead of like people like, oh, what do you do? A lot of people like, why are you gloating? Why are you doing? I'm like, that's not really, like, me personally, I look at it as like, you showing me it's possible to like make this type of money doing this type of thing. So let me kind of look into this. Mm. Like, it, I guess it's just like a really mindset thing, like, being able to like look at that instead of just, like, why would you do that? Like, it's people that starve, people that's doing that. Like, don't get me wrong, yeah, it is, but. You know, instead of thinking that way, like, as you sit there and try to think, like, what is this person doing to make this type of money? And so, like, as I started doing that, and that's when I really just, like, I started, I met Ari, then I met Bees, then I met B, Josh, mm-hmm. you, Port. like, it's it just, like, I just really started be a trickle myself. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> and so, it's like, I get introduced to this person. They introduced me to, they introduced me to this person. So, it, just, it really just began a trickle effect. And now, it's just like, all right. I see what they're doing. I see, you know, I need a little advice. I can hit this person up. They go like it really just came to a point. Mm-hmm. It's like, like, oh, like this is pretty cool. Like, you know, and it all started from social media. It started from Twitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, like I really like Twitter. I can say Twitter changed my life. Twitter's definitely the reason how I became like I got to the situation I'm in now, like a hundred percent. I said the same thing all the time. I'll be like, man, Twitter changed my life, bro. Like it's it, yeah. it, it, man. I, like that's why I'm like, man, my network's so crazy now. Like just to even forget the money part, the business part, just like man, the, the, like the relationships that I built, mm-hmm. and the, you know what I'm saying? It's like some real <laughs> it's strong, crazy. real relationships. It's it's it's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's like, crazy. On Twitter, you can legit find somebody that, like anything, credit, yeah, tech, like somebody's on there, and they're gonna give you some game. It's to whether or not what you're gonna do with the game. Like, what you gonna you know do with mean? it? Yeah, mm-hmm. you can like, and that's the thing. I be like, I guess, I guess you call them course chasers. Like they be all these courses and things like that, but they don't do nothing with it. I'm like, mm-hmm. like, what's the point of it? Like, you just gonna read it? You just gonna look at the videos? Not do nothing with it? It defeats the whole purpose. Mm-hmm. So like, if you actually, you know, you do it and you do, you know, like actually apply it to your life, actually do that. And um, and that's also another thing that I was into as well too. That I, I never hardly ever talk about this. But um, like I be dealing with like electronics and stuff like that. Like uh, I be dealing with like because we have a warehouse, a GameStop warehouse up here in Grapevine, and so I like I be flipping uh, technology like uh, Amazon Echoes or Google mm. Home, Google Hubs, and man, that's actually a nice little that's a nice little chunk of change to it too. <laughs> <laughs> and that's people smart. don't really know about that. Yeah, like put it on offer because I normally put it on offer up for eBay and stuff like that. And yeah, I make I make a decent amount of money off that as well too. I, but I never really talked about it because it's just like eh, you know people ain't gonna really do it. Right. They might do it. It's a couple people I've told about that actually tried to do it, but mm-hmm. they's like they don't have the time. They don't want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like anytime I was like, oh, okay, well let me go, let me hit up games, go on B stop, go to GameStop, and pick. Let's see what they got. All right, I'm gonna go pick that up. Cool, bid, pick it up, sell it. Like I and think about it, it be going by so fast. Like I like. 
I think the last thing I had bought, I had bought like like 20 iPhones or something like that. Flipped them, sold them, eBay. Like, you know, offer up. Like, it, it's crazy. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> crazy. I'm really doing that, like, like a lot of the different stuff. I, mean, I don't even talk about it. Like, it's like a lot of stuff that I really just don't really talk about. But, you know, sometimes people don't really want to hear that. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Right. Yeah. Right. You know how it go. And I, I was going to say, like, go ahead, some, go I was going to say, real quick, like, it's a million ways to make money. You just got to yeah. be creative and find <laughs> find one. Like, and you have ah, that's example exactly. of that. That's, that's like, exactly. And it really comes down to who you know as well, too. Like, a lot mm-hmm. of, like, the, the big investments where I just really make my passive income is probably because I came into somebody and we end up talking or somebody connected me with them. It's just like, oh, like, yeah, let me let, let me try this out. Like, you know, if this person doing it, like, you know, they introduced me, I, I feel like, you know, that, you know, you're trustworthy. Like, it's, mm-hmm. a, right. it's a certain person that you got to, that got to introduce me to you for me to be like, all right, I know it's 100% legit or I feel good about it. Let me do it. So that actually, like, you know, having people vouch for you and things like that, that's definitely, um, that's big right now, especially, like, with the social media and things like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, all these different people. Because you never know. Who they're supposed to do, yeah. You never be known for it, unless, unless you know them, you're around them, you know people that, that mess with them, vouch for them, all that, then you'd be like, okay, yeah, I exactly. know this right, I trust this enough, right. I'll do it. Exactly. That'd be, be the best investments. <laughs> mm-hmm. But l- let me let me ask you this, though, because I know people will hear this, right, and People always like people always think whenever you make a certain amount of money, you just supposed to up and leave your job. You know what I'm saying? So people, yeah, no. right? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So people are just like, man, he's 24, he a man there, but he still keep his nine to five. Why is that? I already know, but for the people that don't <laughs> understand why it's it, it's 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 good to keep, especially if you got one that's making you good money. Like yeah. you just, just 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 touch on that for a second. So yeah, so I actually get that question a lot. Like, like, like dude, like why? I'm like, man. Okay, first off. I love what I do. Mm-hmm. I, I get paid great money and I have benefits. <laughs> <laughs> and the benefit, benefits is expensive, man. And you know what I mean? It like, is. And, and I pretty much, I get to create my own schedule. Like I wake up around 5, 5.30 in the morning. I finish around 2, maybe 3. Sometimes I'm down around 1 o'clock. So, you know what I mean? Like, what? why would I give that up? Because, you know, I make this much, this much money here or there. And now I want to, I want to keep making money. Come on, bring it in. This is your money. Like, I don't, I, mm-hmm. like, honestly, I always say, like, I'll probably never really quit my nine to five unless it just really got to the situation where I could not, it got, it interfered You'd be losing business. money. You'd be losing yeah. money. Then. If, it, if it started causing me to lose money, it caused me to do something like, deal with something like that, then yeah, I'm, I'm leaving. But besides that, if it's, you know, it's not really dealing with anything or it's not really dismissing them, nothing, like, I'm keeping my job. Like, I tell people that all the time, now you got like these entrepreneurs or these IG influencers, like they try to bully people into like trying to quit their nine to fives and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I'm like, bro, like you, you, like, you know what I mean? Like, and people like they're so gullible and stuff like that. And then you got people that's like really just like talking down bad on like the nine to five. I'm like, bro, you own a business and you need employees. So how are you going to talk down on your, like, it's, it's really yeah. stupid. Like, it's, it's just really, like, yeah, it's, I guess, I don't know. People just don't really think about what they said before they said and the meaning of it. But yeah, like that's pretty much like the main reason. Like, I mean, the money's great. I love it. Benefits, um, 401k matches. Mm-hmm. And then it even helped me with my taxes a little bit. Cause like, I'm already kind of paying taxes a little bit coming out my income. So it's like, and then like all my, um, like my business stuff like that's like single member LLCs probably need to change it. So it's like, all of it kind of get taxed together, but it's like, okay, well, 
I'm already kind of paying taxes here a little bit. So it helped me out a little bit. So it's just like not overly bad. So yeah, it's, yeah. I don't really plan on <laughs> at all. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't blame you. And like you said, since you invest in all the money, you trade in pretty much as an investor. Exactly. Like, it's it's pretty it, much man. an investment. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Like I legit, like I get my money, I pay my bills. I like legit, I invest most of my money now. Like now I'm kind of getting to the point where I want to stay a little liquid. So I like, you know, I'm a little liquid now and things like that. Cause I'm, I'm kind of, I'm starting to get in those social circles where I never really know when like an investment, investment like, presents itself. Exactly. So it's just like, I, right. cause normally, you know, sometimes, you know, when you're transferring money from like your savings account and stuff like that. Cause me, I don't have like a savings account connected to my bank account. Like all my stuff is like separate. I don't like saying like my savings maximum other money. Cause I'm like, Oh, I have that money. Like I actually like to forget that I don't have that money. So I just mm-hmm. got I have all that. And it takes two to three days to transfer that money. Sometimes investment, and I got two to three days. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, we, <laughs> we need it now. So it's like, I want to have that money. I bet wired or, you know, whatever the case may be. And just kind of deal with it like that. So that's kind of what I'm trying to, like, that's the route that I'm taking right now. Like, um, there's really been looking for, like, different um, investment opportunities right now. And I've um, even been talking, you know, we've been talking with Dawson. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's a, um, Man, like it's a lot of things that come with like once you like once you know how to network and put yourself in different environments and how to meet different people, talk to different people, like that's why I think that's why it becomes much easier and easier to make money because it's really about the connections you get. <laughs> exactly. And once you got good connections, it's making money because I'm not no problem for real. It, easy. <laughs> yeah. Especially when you have like a little bit of money to invest with them. Man, it, it becomes so much so like the the term like it takes money to make money. It's definitely true. And, you know, sometimes, like, you know, you don't need a ton of money sometimes, but you definitely going to put in a lot more work. Right. You know, versus, you know, like, say, for instance, like, with wholesalers, like, kind of, like, with real estate and things like that. Also, like, you can still make money, not spend much money, but you're going to work like a dog trying to make that money versus, like, someone that has little cash, little capital, they kind of go in and go buy these property and things like that. Like, as a wholesaler, you got to go find a property. You gotta like send out these texts. Yeah, you gotta do a lot. You gotta do it. You just like you have to do a lot of different things. But once you start getting your money and start thing like that, now you're on the other side of things. Like okay, well, I can just use the connections that I made there. When right. I was over that grind and things like that. Now I'm on the other side of things, so it's easier for me to make a little bit more money now and like stuff that's coming to you a little bit easier. And so that's kind of the same thing. Just like you know, like in life in general, like when you don't have that ton of money, like you know, first thing usually the first thing people go to now have a ton of money is stocks. Yep. They're gonna try to learn how to trade stops, trade options. In case maybe they build up their little money there, or build up money there, then they go venture off to something that's probably real estate. Just usually mm-hmm. what most people do, or they're probably like build a course or something. But you know, when they actually go into investing, but they're going to like real estate, doing something like that. And yeah, like me, I don't really want real estate to kind of be like the end all for me. Like I actually want to go into like private equity, like actually going in, like, buying some companies before they go IPO, like, catching companies early. So that's really, like, the end game for me. That's really what I want to do. I want to kind of, like, get into the situation where I really want to be an investor. I don't want to be a business owner. Like, me personally, like, uh, running a business is a lot of work. Like, you're having to deal mm-hmm. with, like, a lot of different personalities. You're having to deal with like, a lot of people. And then, you know, you have people on social media that's like, oh, be an entrepreneur, be an entrepreneur. I'm like, bro, entrepreneurship is not for everybody. Because like, for the longest, I was like, entrepreneurship is not for me. Like, I don't have to deal with people, but I kind of got forced to have to go into entrepreneurship because of, like, my branding on Twitter. Like, it was like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I see an opportunity where I can probably, like, 
you know, make a little money here, help people out. So it's like, you have to do it now. Right. So I'm like, all right, let me kind of go instead of doing that. And then they kind of build on side. Let me, you know, it started building the different ideas. Okay, let me jump to this. Let me do that. So, you know, like that, that was kind of my take on it. Cause I always said like, I was really complacent with like the salary that I was getting. I'm like, cool. Like, you know, I'm making six figures. So I don't really have to do anything else. But um, yeah, it just, it just entrepreneurship pretty much just kind of came to me. Like when I was younger, I, was, I guess I was entrepreneur flipping shoes, fixing phones and things like that. But I didn't really just kind of look at it like that. Mm-hmm. And I kind of got to this point, like it just, I kind of got thrown into force into it for the most part. <laughs> And so just seeing people just like really just like always trying to bash like nine to five. I'm just and then you know on Twitter, like people automatically assume like, oh yeah, let's see. I'm like, bro, I have a nine to five too. Like, <laughs> like, we, like I, I'm with you too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, though, like, yeah, I have a business, but I also have the nine to five. Nine to five. So and then with me, like the whole LSC Twitter thing is it kind of be it, like it really be kind of pissing me off a little bit. Like just because like I'm doing well for myself, I'm doing it's like, oh, like. And, you know, for people that's probably don't really know what LSC Twitter is, it's basically just like a group of individuals who have their own business that's doing well in life. That's really all it is. <laughs> and people just try to make it seem like it's a bad thing. And um, so, yeah, yeah, I, I'm always like when I had uh, dropped the course, I was like, bro, like you charging for this information. People can Google this. Google I'm it. like, bro. Well, Google anything, it. Yeah, that's, and that's what I like to try to tell people. I'm like, well, first off, bro. I've been giving free game for years, oh, exactly. two, two, three years. Like I, the reason I'm doing this so I can eliminate the whole consultation calls. I don't want to have to deal with that no more. Like I'm actually, you know what I mean? Like it, it's there. Yes, you can Google it. Anything you want to learn, you can Google it. But it's all in one area. It's broken down to where mm-hmm. pretty much anybody can understand it. So yeah, you know, like if I sit there and then it took me like three, four months and then the Texas, the ice, uh, the ice storm in Texas, messed up my computers and stuff like that so it's like i had to re-push it back like i'm breaking in this nice to do this so yeah 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 i, I, yeah, I feel like i want to be Man, uh, everybody everybody bad. should charge for that course. everybody should yeah. charge for that course when even even the thought process when people say stuff like oh well you shouldn't pay for courses because you can google all the information well duh you can google it but let's be honest are you gonna do it yeah, right most people are not fucking gonna google it and they don't even know how to put it together, even when they Google it, they still be confused because they don't know how to actually put exactly. it together step by step. So when you buy somebody's course, that's what you're paying for. It's all one place put together. You can see exactly what to do. It's broken down and broken in simple language for you to understand it. Like, and that's not gonna happen every time when you Google something, YouTube something. You still Man. not gonna get all the information because. They the people that's putting it on Google, they not putting all the information there because they know man, the, at the all. Because you know, man, what you want somebody to it's pay experience. for? Yeah, it's, it's, and that's the thing, like, and that's what people don't really realize, like, because me, I pay for courses. Like, I'm not gonna like I pay me too. For courses here and there. Me like, too. It's some courses that I probably never like advertise, but it's some it's some good courses too. Like, you know, what I mean, like, oh yeah, like this is a real good course. Like, because me personally, like, I get to the point now, like, I'm gonna say I'm, I'm kind of lazy now. Like, I don't like. I want like you know what I mean like if, I'm in a position like I can I just all went all in one place. That's so like the curse. That's like pay, a curse yeah. of making money. <laughs> yeah, like I just go ahead and just pay. You know, I better pay this person. They know it way better than I do. I bet. Let me. Oh, it's not like okay. This is good. This okay. Boom, boom, boom. It's put like and it's just like I bet. So now when I actually see it in the course, I can ask it now. I know what to Google because a lot of times people don't know the right questions to ask. Exactly. Like and and you know like it's like you know what you want to do, but it's like okay. 
what's the question that I need to ask? And and that's what that's what I was getting like a lot when it came to like people trying to get into the tech industry and stuff like that. They didn't necessarily know like the right questions. Like they didn't really know. They're just like, hey, I want to get to the tech industry. I'm like, well, okay, like what are you good at? Like, um, like what do you do right now? Um, like, you know, what type of you know, what type of person are you? Like, what are you looking forward to? Like, you know, things like that. It's it's really uh and that's the thing, like when it comes to like cybersecurity or programming, things like that. Cybersecurity program is way too different thing. Like Programming, you use a completely different side of your brain when you're programming than probably in cybersecurity. And me personally, like programming not for me, I hate it. It's boring. I would never do it. <laughs> and and I just be trying to tell people that they like they get into the tech industry. I want to be a software engineer. I was like, okay, like let me like let me tell you what, what they go through. Do right. you want to do that? Do you like and man, they be like pro, like software engineer may be one of like one of the most stressful. Like depending on the company, yeah, it, it's real stressful. Like you constantly working, like and then think about it, bro. You may be like debugging or trying to fix your problem in your code, taking six, seven hours trying to debug it, and it was one simple error. You got a semicolon. You left a space out. Like it's stuff like that, and that would drive you crazy. Like you constantly sitting there trying to think, trying to figure it out, and you know, like you know, people get like people's stress tolerance not the same, and. Me personally, that's that's not for me. I I'm not about to be stressed at work, and cybersecurity. Me personally, I don't be stressed. I, yeah, you know sure. what I mean? Like it's cool. Like I love it. So, yeah. <laughs> see, yeah, you brought you uh, definitely. You 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 provide a lot of value with, with this one, man. Uh, <laughs> was Deanna, you you had um any other questions before we ended it? No, Tay, he gave all the game I needed. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Tay? You, you want to talk? You, you want to go over something else that we ain't get to go over yet? Because I, I pretty uh, much asked all my questions. Nah, nah, I mean, we pretty much kind of covered everything. Yeah, Y'all yeah. can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, we're definitely going to follow that. <laughs> so for the, for the people that's, uh, they want to stay in touch with you, like, first, uh, regarding the course, like, what can they, if they want to get into tech and they want to buy the course and, and, and help get started, do you just first go over, like, what does all your course entails? And then for the person that wants to buy it, how can they get it? Okay. Yeah, so um, for my course, um, it's basically, um, it's pretty much teaching how to be, like, an entry-level stock analyst. Um, those salaries pretty much depends on, like, what location you're in the city or in the country. Range from 70 to 100 plus. Really just kind of depending on your experience, your skill set, and things like that. So, honestly, me personally, I really feel like, you know, conscious um the tech industry, going to like security, it's pretty good. Like you, you don't have to learn programming, you don't have to learn, you don't pretty much have to learn any of that. You just pretty much learn the basic fundamentals of networking, security. Like it, it's pretty much it. Like people think you have to be a genius to be in security, but you really don't, especially as a SOC analyst. But uh, pretty much um in this uh and of course it's pretty much teaching you like basic lending skills, um, network fundamentals. Um, teaching you how to navigate towards like different firewalls, um, switching um, IDS intrusion detection centers, uh, teaching Splunk skills. That's definitely a um, very high value um, skill that's in the um, tech industry. Um, just learn Splunk by itself. You can like definitely just venture off from security and just become like a Splunk engineer, Splunk developer, Splunk architect, and then make a ton of money as well too. So then of course you're definitely learning like a lot of different skills that allow you for maneuver as a different sectors to the um, tech industry. So say for instance, you know, you feel like security is not just necessary for you. Well, I'm teaching you networking skills. So you can go to like network engineering, you can go into um, knock analysts, you can go into that, 
or necessarily I'm teaching you vulnerability management as well too. You can go into like vulnerability management. So it's definitely like a lot of different skills that you can like just maneuver into into the industry. And then on top of that, um, I have like a Discord community in there um, where I have like a designated career services team um, that pretty much help you um, network on LinkedIn and um, create you a resume um, once you finish the course. Uh, so you get that. Um, you get like pretty much the one-on-one um, help within the Discord, you have many questions. Um, certification help so it's pretty much like all of that like it's pretty much like I'm giving you the information and then I'm turning around and I'm also helping you and giving you the resources that I also have that I've gained over a few years and I'm helping and I'm giving up to you to help you potentially find you a job so I, I even I have like uh, recruiters and everything already kind of lined up that's looking for like insulator sock analysts and things like that so like, over the years I've definitely been networking and they're like okay yeah when they come in like because they already know who I am I've already built the brand and so like, okay, well, I know what you're capable of. I know what you know. So I feel like that'd be a really great opportunity. And with that, um, and that uh, you can get the course at getmeintech.com. And I'm currently it's, uh, 397. Um, I'm actually doing like a 20% off right now. Uh, through the rest of the week, probably end up canceling it like probably next Sunday or something like that. But um, me personally, I really feel like it's really valued. Like it's really great value, especially like the situation, like a lot of courses don't actually like help you do and help you put you in positions to actually better yourself. It's just like, here go the information, do whatever you want to do. So it's actually kind of me trying to hold them accountable. Um, it's, right. not, it's, not an account, it's not an accountable thing. It's not, a, it's, it's not me holding your hand or anything like that. But I'm just really just basically providing you with the information to learn the skills and then go out and go get a job. Right. Okay. Okay. So yes, for those that's listening that, that want to get started in tech, definitely go grab that man and soak up that game. And, and and get the ball rolling. And also, before we let you go, just plug in all your stuff where people can find you, follow you, and all that good stuff. Uh, yeah. So, uh, my Instagram is Tayon Tech. Um, it's just a T A Y zero in Tech. <laughs> I've been trying to get that. I've been trying to get my real name for like quite some time. And on Twitter, it's Tayon Tech. That's Tayon Tech. T A Y O N T E C H. I'm more active on Twitter. Um, I'm on Instagram here and there, but most of the free game and most of the information that I really just talk about is probably going to be on Twitter. Okay, okay. And, uh, yeah, wrapping up, man, I just want to say thank you again for uh, taking time out your busy schedule to come on the show and chop it up with us, man. This was extremely, extremely uh, uh, valuable for people to be able to hear conversations that we've been having regularly these past couple <laughs> of weeks and months and stuff like that. And, and, but uh, before, we, before we end, I would say for those, uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Xavier C. Miller. And D, what's your info? You can follow me on Twitter at Deanna S. Kent and Instagram Deanna Kent. And be sure to subscribe to the Lessons in Life and Luxury YouTube channel. And the uh, Millionaire Mindsets podcast, you can follow on Instagram and Twitter as well. And that's all we have for you guys. Appreciate y'all for tuning to another episode of the Millionaire Mindsets podcast. See you guys next episode. Peace. Something. Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit Trying to learn some game, Xavier, I gon' talk about it 
No Deanna, speak that shit that everybody vouching Ain't no more excuses valid, get up off the couch and get up in your bag To your bank account, need an accountant I study millionaires cause I was born a visionary You still believe in limitations, why you acting scary? You can't distract me from the paper, I've been chasing greatness I'm stacking now and balling later, in the conversation We strategizing, monetizing, piling up investments And sacrificing temporary shit for bigger blessings Yeah, a tapped in boss mind state I multiply my grind rate and I match the way I vibrate Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million if you ain't gon' do it for yourself, then do it for your mama Only stay surrounded by them people If you know they solid Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit Trying to learn some game, Xavier gon' talk about it No Deanna, speak that shit that everybody vouching Ain't no more excuses valid Get up off the couch and get up in your bag To your bank account, need an accountant